now we're live on audio. Hey guys, welcome back to Wrestling Tacos Podcast. I'm your host, the Emocell one, Franco. I'm also your host, the bad guy, Nick H. And hello guys, it's Typhi in the house, finally here on the podcast. And our special guest for Wrestling Tacos Podcast. Manny Fresh, what's good? All good. What's good? Uh, today's a special Ghost Stories edition. We're gonna be telling you some ghost stories, and someone's gonna watch one. That's weird. That's Ghost stories. So we're basically gonna tell our, our uh, ghost stories that we have. Let me share it on Facebook and all that crap, and uh, y'all, y'all just like ramble on about stuff. How do we go? About stuff. How do we I go? set the mood. Light it up. <laughs> Light it up. How's the mood? Content week's going pretty good so far. Great stuff. Yeah, Great good stuff, stuff going on. Great stuff going on. Sorry, I have these Jolly like Rancher candles, candles so I'm like so excited. We're gonna burn it down. We're gonna burn it down. Yes, yes. There we go. Put it around yeah. like a circle. Oh yeah. We're not summoning any we're not demonic. Summoning what do you mean we're not summoning? <laughs> we're summoning the other guy that's within me. Here, I'll oh, give okay. Nick H his. Uh, <laughs> no, the good guy. Manny Fresh, Ooh, green color. Oh yeah. And then I have Mr. Emosa Wall One, his candle right there. Dumbass. So I was just gonna say that. My leg. My, my leg. leg. My leg. Alright, sorry about that podcast. I'm excited. Um, so this is channel. our end of the month special uh, with our guest. Uh, our guest today, like I said, Manny Fresh. So we're just mm-hmm. going to have a little special ghost stories. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I didn't want to start this. You want to start this? Mr. Fresh, want to start with the story? Yeah, I, can, I have a few stories. Let's go. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Guest first. All guest right, well, first. Uh, let's actually set the mood. Drop the light, pull up the cell phone. Light. Okay, cool, cool. Let me uh, get my cell phone light going. Oh, I put a camera. Hello, I'm an idiot. Oh, I put a camera. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> Are you I'm the one viewing me. If you have a ghost story, now we have two follow- two uh, watches now. I think you're one of them. What? If you have a ghost story, then uh, by all means, put in the comment section. Anymore. Let us know. Ooh, this looks amazing. Okay. This actually looks pretty nice. This wow. actually looks really good. Uh, what? I can, I can you three watches I, now. Huh? I will brighten it up here Down in two. the middle. Two, because I uh, stopped watching. We can put it Again, no demonic shit or anything right here now. Just ghost stories. Yeah. Here, We're saving the mood. Okay. For that light. If uh, you're on audio and you're, you know, we have a candle surrounded by, uh, surrounded us, all the lights are off, the AC's running. So, uh, yeah, you should probably be on YouTube and uh, watch it. It's pretty fun right <laughs> it's now. It's not live no more since you're listening on audio because it'll get uploaded later. So, I'll go to YouTube, Rescue Entertainment, and watch the live video of ghost stories. Yeah. And, Ooh, um, spooky. Let's begin. All right. Well, I'm going to clarify a few things before I tell my story. Uh, the uh, opinions and views that I express are of me solely, not the group as a whole. So, um, when it comes to ghosts, um, I, I refer to a lot of this as angels and demons. So, just for the future, the the remainder of the they, they understand what I'm saying. So, the first story, um, it happened to me when I was in high school. I want to say I was a freshman, maybe a sophomore. And uh, me and my father, we used to we used to clean this uh, building right by Los Encinos. It was called Centro de Niños, and it was a it was a childcare center. And so the first two buildings are uh, 
there's two there's three buildings in all the first two buildings when you get out of them you have to lock them up right after during cleaning them then you walk down a pavement path where the playground is and everything and then you gotta lock a gate close that off and you gotta go to another gate open that up and then it leads you to the third building uh, which were the, the that's where like the older daycare kids would stay and there's two doors so this one night uh, whenever we would get out of a building my father would say set the alarm right and we were cleaning this stuff late at night so right next to the Centro de Niños there was this park and it had no lights at night whatsoever it was really really creepy and um, this one night my dad's like man I forgot to set the alarm to the second building I need you to go back unlock the gate head to the second building take off the alarm uh, set the alarm so I was like you know whatever I'd done it multiple times this was this is nothing to me so that night my dad starts to vacuum vacuuming was one of the first things that we would start doing because uh, uh, it was like the longest thing to do so we get it done first so he starts to vacuum I head out get out of there get out close the gate go to the other gate unlock it go to the second building start walking up the second building um, as I'm walking up the second building uh, the way we're this close right now, I heard a girl say, hey. Like, just a hey. And I was like... And this was coming from the direction of the park. But even though it was coming from the direction of the park, it was like if she was right here. Like, right next to my face. And I heard a hey. And so I kind of nodded, like, hey back. But I was like, well, what the hell am I talking to? So I go inside the building, set the alarm, and then I'm like, wait, who said hey? You know? So I remember I locked the door, and I, and I, I, I bust my ass. I... I head down the pavement, I have to lock that gate, go back to the other gate, open it up, and then I'm there, and I'm stupid, I have the keys, but I'm so scared that I'm banging on the door. My dad's like, what's going on? Finally, I get the keys out, I open it, and I'm out of breath, and I'm like, um, my dad's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, why do you look scared? And I'm like, oh, it's, it's nothing. Uh, I, I, I'm just, I just ran over here. And he's like, all right, cool, let's, you know, let's finish up this building so we can go home. So I thought that was it. I heard the hay, didn't think much of it. We get home that night. Usually, me and my father, we'd, we'd take off at 9 o'clock to do this. We wouldn't get done until like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Um, so we get home and everybody's already asleep. We're all still in school, so my brothers and sisters are asleep. My mom's already laying in bed. My dad goes, all right, me home. Good night. Love you. I take off to my bedroom. Uh, the way the bedrooms are set up, it was my bedroom, my sister's bedroom, and then the hallway closet along with the, uh, the, the restroom. So that night, I'm laying in bed. And uh, we used to keep the Russian door cracked a little bit because my sisters were scared to be like completely in the dark and my younger brother too. Uh, that night I'm laying in bed and my bed can see to, to the hallway. And uh, I see the shadow of a girl step into the hallway and she just stays there. And you can see the light coming from the restroom on her, but she's still really dark. So where if I'm laying in my bed, I start to like, uh, I'm like, hey Valerie, that's one of my sister's name. No response, and I say, "Hey, Verissa." No response whatsoever, and I start to like freak out, and I'm like, "You know what? Whatever." So she stays there for a while, then she goes into the restroom, closes the door. The door, the door actually closed. You hear the water running. So after about after a while, the water stops running. You hear things moving in the restroom, and I'm like, "Okay, if it's one of my sisters, hopefully, you know, they'll go to bed already." You know, uh, so I stay up. To, to wait for them to get out of the restroom because I'm already pretty freaked out. And they never open the restroom door. And after a while, I get pissed. I'm like, you know, it's been a good 10 minutes. It's been a good 15 minutes. I'm not saying that there's a time limit on people use the restroom, but it wasn't like them. So finally, I get up and I go to my sister's room. 
and both of them are asleep in their beds. The restroom door is still closed. So none of them have gotten up. Whatever I saw. So I opened this restroom door. Nobody's in there. The water did run. The toilet was being moved around. The door did close, but there was nobody. Like, there was... Holy whatever God. I saw in the hallway just... It wasn't either of my sisters. Mm-hmm. But I, I still remember that to this day. Uh, I mean, I have more. I don't want to say all of them. I want to give y'all the chance to say y'all's. But mm-hmm. that was probably one of the creepiest encounters I'd, I've ever had as far as that goes, dude. Wow. Wow. Interesting. But I'll start from there. Interesting. What's next? Well... I guess I'll go next. I don't know if I'm going to top that one or if I want to top that one. Um, oh. I'll take it. Oh, Jesus. Look at this. Oh, my lights. Oh, goodness. Okay. So, fucking cat. Oh, my God. One of the cats went underneath. I was waiting for, like, you just, like, open the restroom door and, like, hit the table. Wow! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay, well, that's crazy. I guess I'll go past experience too because I mean, you know, every person has like a different perspective into things and Mm -hmm. stuff. So, probably take it back when I was maybe 12, 13. Um, If you're from Corpus or you are listening from Corpus, this where my dad used to work at, it's now called Champion Field, but beforehand, it's off of like Saratoga and uh, Green uh, Greenwood, okay. and it's kind of towards like the land field ish. You're talking about the baseball field? Yeah, okay, it used yeah. to be called the Grandstands back then. Yeah, now it's called the the Champion Field. Right but um, back then in the Grandstands, my dad used to work there. He used to do concession stands there, and. Um, you know, when we close up and stuff, it's almost maybe 11, 12, and I'm usually there, like, on a school, um, after, like, Friday night, Saturday night with my dad, just to kind of hang out and have fun, because that's how I met a bunch of my friends. Well, I was helping my dad close once, one night, it's probably December, because it was real cold out there, yeah. and, um, we were closing, and usually I try to help him, like, mop, sweep, get everything together, so he's telling me, oh, well, can you go check and make sure everything's done in the bathroom? like okay I'll go check lights are already off and stuff but you know I have to turn it on and everything and I was walking in there check everything clean mop close everything and I usually leave one like I usually leave the bathroom stalls open just you know just in case and walking towards the mirror cleaning the mirrors and then you kind of hear like the door creak a little bit like the restroom door I didn't think of it you know you hear I'm like, okay, yeah. well, that's, I was like, maybe I didn't hold it, you know, enough to where it stayed open. Not one door creaked. All of them creaked. It was like a little line of them going. You hear one, I'm wiping the window, the other one, and then the next one. I'm like, what the fuck? So, I walked back, put them all open and everything, finished cleaning everything, and I come back to turn off the light. Turn off the light, walk away, I start on the men's one. Before, uh, before I go into the men's ones, I'm grabbing like the mop bucket and everything. See that the women's light, uh, women's restroom light is back on. I'm like, well, I turned it off. I'm like, Dad, did you turn it off? He's like, what? I'm like, did you turn, did you turn on the light in the women's restroom? He's like, no. Why would I go over there? I'm like, shit, you know. Yeah. Um. So I went to go turn it back off, and then I look. All the bathroom doors are like 
still creaked, yeah. but when I went to go look, you could literally visibly see the door, but the door wasn't creaking. It just moved. Moved. Okay. I was like, okay so i turned it off went that way to the men's restroom as i'm cleaning the men's restroom opening up the doors cleaning them you just hear from the women's bathroom just the door and i'm like holy shit <laughs> so i thought it was my dad messing with me i call for my dad my dad doesn't say anything i call for him again and i look he's not even inside the whole fucking building he's outside picking up stuff from trash wise I'm like freaking the fuck out. So usually when we lock up, we lock up all the doors and then we have just one open. Yeah. Fuck you bolt out and I like just sit in the office and he's like, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing. I think I'm good. He's like, you sure? Because you look like you're damn kind of pissed yourself right now. I'm like, no, I'm good. Can I just hang out in here? And he's like, I guess so. I mean, what else do you want to do? Yeah. I'm like, cool. I'll hang out here. So, once he finished clean, cleaning up everything that I didn't get to clean, because I was fucking freaked out for that, um, usually we have to turn off all the lights before we leave. So he asked me, he's like, hey, can you go turn off the lights that are left in the bathrooms? So I was like, I turn off the lights. And he's like, well, they're still on. Can you go over there and go turn them off? I'm like, I guess so. And whenever I went to go turn it off, the in the women's bathroom you can kind of see like a little you felt eerie walking towards that way and i'm like okay it's strange so i went to the men's restroom just turn off that one first and then walk that way to the women's restroom because that was the last one that i wanted to so i'm going and i'm like close my eyes i'm like i just want to turn it off and get out of there and i don't want to see anything or anything like that so i went close my eyes filling for the switch and everything and when I went to do that put my hand on the switch and just about when I was gonna turn off the light I felt something like kind of pull my hair or tug tug me and I was like oh hell turned off the light and like just bolted my dad's like you okay I'm like I'm good I just want to go home so it's usually pitch black whenever we leave and stuff so I mean that's pretty much all I got. I got a tug hair. Bathroom doors close on me. I have to pass the. I have to pass that field. I, <laughs> I live like two minutes from there. But now, now that um, now that they rebuild and reconstruction, it's not the same size that it used to be. Oh. Okay. And it's a lot. Now it's a lot smaller. It's like confined. But mm. the way that it was whenever you had it, it was like this big old playhouse kind of in the middle, and it had like not bar tables but like a whole bunch of tables in the inside felt like you know kind of like a restaurant wise in there but it wasn't as big it creeped me out so i mean hair pulling's not cool man you don't fucks with the beds yeah that's crazy Mm -hmm. guess i'm next all right this direction yeah i I only have um one story can't remember if um it's part of my imagination or if it actually happened. I remember when I was uh, seven, I was in Rockstown, because I'm from there. We lived in my uh, grandma's house. I can't remember my mom told me the story before this incident or after this incident, but some of the story about when she was younger, that was the same house that she lived in. So, um, so whenever she was younger, I think she was, she was like five or between five and eight, maybe. She uh, was in the same room 
that uh, I was I slept in, and uh, she woke up one night, and looking at her, uh, the way the room is set up, her bed is right here, and the door, the entry, not the door, but the other door, the entryway is right here. It leads to the living room. Next to the living room is the kitchen. Next to the kitchen is the restroom. Well, she was, it's our dog appearing. Uh, she was um, sleeping, and her bed was facing the door. So she looked, was looking that way, turned around, and just uh, looked up and saw a silhouette of a girl. She was wearing like a white gown and just said, come here, in like a little friendly voice, and uh, runs away, goes to the living room, to the kitchen, goes to the restroom, and she hears the shower turn on. She's a kid, so she goes that way, and uh, she follows her to the restroom, and uh, the light is off, the shower's on. Turns on light, doesn't see nobody, turns it off, runs away, goes to her bed and cries uh, for her mom. Mom comes in, whatever, and that's pretty much the end of her story. Pretty much, uh, I experienced the same thing, same way, except it was like, maybe me, I was on a bunk bed, it was me on the bottom, my sister on top, and then uh, in the same room, those two other beds, my two of my brothers, and uh, pretty much in the middle of the night, like maybe two in the morning. I couldn't sleep, woke up, saw a silhouette of a girl, she said come play, ran that way to the restroom, turned on the shower, and uh, I didn't go over there, I was just in bed like, don't know who that is, my sister's older than me, so I'll let yeah. my sister, and uh, I was in bed for maybe like another 5 or 10 minutes, finally I got up, because the shower was still on, went over there, as soon as I got to the kitchen, the shower turned off and the door closed. Went to uh, my bed, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I remember about that. I can't remember if my mom told me the story before or after the incident. Because if she told me before, I'm pretty sure it's imagination. She yeah. told me um, after then. Same uh, experience, I guess, as her. Yeah. I mean, it's been in the few stuff but I mean it's not really like to go on like full on story was it's mainly just like quick things that happened mm. um, but I do remember like one night my dad was out of town I think this was back when I was still in uh, school yeah. so like it was night time I remember waking up here like, like a knock on the window and someone like like a voice saying hey buddy <laughs> and I just kind of looked like <laughs> and it was just way too fucking early in the morning to like just be any random person I mean, it could have been but who like yeah the only people around is just drove people with no crack it hey man yeah but nah that's that was different um <laughs> that's scary dude that is um there was this one time um it was I'm trying uh <laughs> again like most of the stuff that happens like when no one's home around cause my dad a lot of times he would go work out of town working whatever and stuff um or they go to, like to casino i'll be on like friday nights by myself yeah uh it's just like noise and stuff like a bunch of foot stop like running mm -hmm. across <laughs> i mean i don't know never seen anything visually but you know hearing stuff is just uh it's creepy as fuck um mm, but I guess
trying to give you a little bit from someone else's point of view because I remember my friend from uh, from Robson he told me a couple of stories. Okay. So um, he says when he was like a, a kid or whatever, uh, he was saying it over his cousins. Uh, they went outside, of course. Then it was like nighttime. They uh, looked outside, heard something. It was like something like a big old shadowy figure, like you know, like <laughs> yeah, you know, it was like, like just looked straight at him. But of course, when they went back and told like his cousins, were his other cousins, were they, of course they didn't believe him. Then when they walked out, it was already gone. And uh, I was like, and this is in Robstown as well. Oh, this was Robstown, yes. Um, I don't oh, know, but I don't Shucha. think it was in Kiroya. It's not like they live out somewhere like uh, I think what they refer to as the country or whatever, like ranch areas, not country roads, county roads, country roads, roads, county roads. roads, like that area. Yeah. Another thing he had told me was, uh, he, he was he was asleep, whatever. He woke up, and looking across like the, his closet um he saw like a hanging body oh okay sure it wasn't real but I mean spirit wise you know yeah no like how things appear yeah. uh and also like a, a dog hanging whatever oh oh my poor puppy there's just like creepy visuals uh said something about seeing a, a woman uh and then it happens to be like a woman in a picture that they had in the house but was, he found out it was like a relative of like, I think it was like his grandma or aunt damn <laughs> I don't know crazy stuff man that is that is um when I was uh, a senior in high school uh this one night my parents had gone to um they were gonna get groceries so they went it was a Friday night I was off of work I was working at Chick-fil-A at the time um Exactly. <laughs> um, so the, my parents took off to get some groceries, and um, I decided to stay home. My brothers and sisters went with them. Mm-hmm. They offered me, "Hey, would you like to come?" I had a friend, my friend Adrian, who was like, "Hey, man, uh, let's go see a movie tonight." And at the time, that movie, the devil—I don't know if it was the devil inside. Uh, I think that movie was coming out, mm-hmm. and we were like, "You know what? Let's go see that movie." So uh, he's like, "All right, I'll pick you up at this time." We'll get tickets and all this. What ended up happening is, uh, it was sold out. We saw The Sitter with Jonah Hill. I don't, I don't regret it. Best. I don't regret it. Yeah. So, I stayed home and uh, I decided to I FaceTime some friends because uh, I just discovered I just got on my iPod Touch and I discovered like FaceTime. So I was like, for the first time I was like, yeah, I was FaceTiming them for a while in my room by myself. Of course, nobody was home. I had the door closed. And then I told him, okay, well, I got to go jump in the shower. I'm taking off. Uh, going to go see a movie. All right, cool. Well, at the time, I was also dating a girl. So she called me right after I got off the phone with him. Uh, and she was telling me how, how her break was going. She was on break at the time. And then I was like, oh, I might go by to see you. Uh, I'm going to ask Adrian, my friend, blah, blah, blah. Well, I hang up the phone. And I'm like, time to go take a shower. So I go to the shower. The only one at home. I go take a shower, and I'm in the shower by myself, and I start listening to music. I at the time I had this really uh, small phone, maybe that big, and it was one of those slide-up phones. Oh, but, I love those. Yeah, but I had music, so we have this uh, setup in our bathroom. Uh, it's like potpourri, kind of like that, but it's in <laughs> wood. So if you place your phone there, the the sound projects. Yeah, yeah. time I didn't have a speaker or anything, so I place it there and I'm listening to my music. 
and a little while later the doorknob to the restroom starts to turn and it's and I can see it like I look outside of the restroom at first I hear it shaking and I'm like what's that noise coming from so I open the curtain I look at the door look at the handle and the handle's moving it's jolting and I'm like okay it's nothing it's nothing uh, and again comes back into jolting on the doorknob again and I'm like so at the time I'm scared you know so I, I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in the faith you know I love God so I'm just like you know I'm just gonna pray it away God like please and uh, I, I get back to taking my shower. I finish my shower. It stopped, right? So I was like, okay, all is well, right? Mm. So I'm there in the shower, and you know, you dry up afterwards. You dry up and brush mm. your teeth and stuff like that. So that's what I'm doing. I'm in the restroom doing that. All of a sudden, I hear footsteps in the hallway. These footsteps are carrying themselves from my room to the door, from the door to the room. And the reason I know there's somebody standing outside the door is because you can, you can hear the breathing. No, yeah, no. and then the footsteps continue mm-hmm. back to my room, and I finally went. You know what, God? I don't care what's behind this door. Like I'm just gonna open it. So I'm like, whatever's there, if it be a serial killer, like tell my parents I love them. Uh, open the door. There's nothing. There was nothing. I get out of the restroom, uh, boxers on only, and um, I check the entire house, the garage, the, and I just remember getting so scared. I turn on all the lights of the house. Uh, just sat there in my living room until my friend called me that he was coming to pick me up. That was like the one of the scariest moments uh, I had, as far as that goes. That was, and this was like years later after I saw the the girl, that mm-hmm. shadow, um, well, the figure. It was there. I know it was, it was there. Um, this is so the same house. This is in the same house. Yeah. So then, I, then this happened. That freaked me out. So no, nothing has happened in the house as far as pertaining to me since. Uh, my sister went through a few things. Uh, she said that she would see a lady in the corner of her room, and that lady would just stay there. And it was an older lady. Um, that was one of the things. She would hear things moving in the kitchen when there was nothing. Um, those are her stories. Uh, as far as me pertaining, the last time I ever experienced something like this was uh, my friends throw a lot of barbecues, and uh, I always go over. So when we, we barbecue, they open the garage, everybody's outside in the garage chilling and everything like that they turn on all the all, all the lights inside the house because it's like we're going to be outside don't need to waste electricity so um uh what's it called we I, I go this one time and we're we're standing in the living room and uh I go into the living room with my friend um Orlando and my friend Alec and we're we're standing there everybody else is outside we went inside to get something real fast and uh, Alec tells me hey man what, what's your take on uh on ghost or, or uh and, and I tell him you know what Biblically speaking, you know, I believe in angels and demons and stuff like that. Well, um, I'm sorry, I hear the dog growling. That's why I'm kind of. Oh no, it's the cats. The cats are in the room. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. You'll hear Um, the bells running around. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm standing in the living room. My friends had already told me stories about things that happened in the house. They would say, you know, this. We found that this house was built. But yet, we found a soccer ball inside the attic, even though this house was built. There's no way that a soccer ball could have gotten in the attic. Um, unless the builders were messing around, you know what I mean? Like, on breaking stuff. <laughs> just just like, kicked it up and like, oh, Goal. shoot. Goal. Yeah. So, um, so, we're standing there, he starts to tell me this. And while we're talking, we hear the, the doorknob to my friend Adrian's room moving. And Adrian's outside. We're all outside. It was just me, Orlando, and Alec. They could tell you this, because they were all there that day. So I grabbed my cell phone light and I pointed at the doorknob and sure enough, the doorknob's moving and we just stay there looking at it and then it opens up a little bit 
and it stops like, right in front of us uh, another time that it happened we were all chilling and I brought it up and I was like is this house haunted or something and my friend uh, Christian goes well you know stuff happens in this house I ignore it I've learned to ignore it don't, don't feed into it while we're saying this dude the restroom door shuts shuts closed and nobody's in the restroom like nobody's near the restroom and it's not their dogs because their dogs you'll know Ruffles and Tatey at the time really cute but they you know they make it known when they slam a door you know what I mean you'll know it's Ruffles or Tatey it was neither of them and uh what's crazy is that in that same house this one time uh, it was back in 2013 uh I get a phone call from my friend it's like 10 o'clock at night and he's like yo dude quit playing around with me and my friend Adrian who lives in the house his parents were out of town with his brothers and he was like yo dude uh quit playing around with me and I'm like what do you mean playing around with you like come out I was like, come out of what? He's like, come out of my parents' room. I'm like, Adrian, I'm at home. He's like, no, you're not, dude. You're in my parents' room. And I was like, no, I'm not. Dude, please tell me you're lying. And I would go over there a lot. There's like a second family in me, so I figured, like, you know, he's really thinking I'm lying. He goes, prove to me that you're at home. And my dad's in the kitchen. And I put him on speaker. I'm like, hey, dad, can you tell him hi to Adrian? And then he's like, hey, what's up, dude? And then Adrian's like, dude, what the hell? He's like, I was like, what's going on? He's like, I'm going to go pick you up right now. I did not want to be in this house. And I was like, what happened? So as soon as you open the door to the house, it's a straight shot to the parents' bedroom. That's the first thing you see, right? So he said he got in there, and the door was open to his parents' room. The lights were off, whatever. He goes to the kitchen to get himself a snack. He just got out of work. And then the door just slams hard. And he said when that happened, he thought. He was like, Manuel? Manuel? You know, because his parents were out of town with his brothers. And uh, so they creeped him out. That that night, we ended up not going back to the house. We stayed up till six in the morning, uh, driving around Corpus. That's what we did the entire the entire evening. Picked up a friend. We just hung out. We didn't go back to that house at all. Like that was the trippiest thing. Nothing's happened at that house since. And I've stayed the night multiple times since. But um, messed me up when I was younger. Should I go to Co Park that night? Huh? Should I go to Co Park that night? Uh, I'm not sure what we did. I've been to Cole Park at night. Yeah, I've chilled there, especially at the skate park. Yeah, I've chilled chill. there. I've chilled there with friends and just uh, sat down. But I've I've heard like stories that supposedly like Cole Park is haunted, things like that. Mm-hmm. So I've heard just like the Lexington supposedly haunted here. There's a there's certain there's certain areas in Corpus that are that are haunted. Mm-hmm. I have uh, the Ritz Theater supposedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one that's right there by um by Rockets. Yeah, the one that they're trying to save right now. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, uh, I've heard that was haunted. Um, yeah, I took a tour of the Ritz Theater uh, not too long ago because they had that taco truck festival, and they had they the Ritz Theater. Yeah, so we went in there, and uh, you go further and further up at the top. There's like a, I guess where they used to project the movies or whatever, and um, it's just dark and quiet, dude. And then there's the uh, stairs that lead down, and it's just dark. But I mean, I didn't take that chance i was like no thanks because they're like oh you can explore whatever just be careful that's all they told us but i was like no nah, dude it's way too dark like right know. when they say that you're like um i'm not sh- uh, sh- scooby in the game yeah so I'm, like, I'm not yeah i mean i'm not into that whole mystery thing yeah i i, I wasn't gonna that was that was a trip dude mm-hmm. that had to be some of the scariest mm-hmm. all this is just like real stuff though everything i'm told that's real experiences mm-hmm. um Still have faith and stuff like that. I'll still, you know, but talking about it, it's like I can't can't deny what I've seen or mm-hmm. heard. It's just, it's there. Like, uh, couldn't sleep recently. Um, 
uh, I had to sleep with my door open in my room, I'm not even going to lie, because my parents told me a story. Uh, my grandma, Eva, she passed away before I was even born. That's my dad's mother. Uh, never met her my entire life. So I'm born, and around the age that I could come to speak, around two or three, uh, I would tell my mother that uh, I would sit and talk to a woman who was at the edge of my bed every night. And my mom was like, what woman? She's like, she says she's my grandmother. And my mom would be like, grandma what? My grandma Eva. And my dad was like, there's no way, like, you never met your grandmother Eva. And I was like, no, it's her. And then my mom pulls out a picture. She's like, well, if it's her, then point her out on this picture. And sure enough, I point at the picture. Like, that's the lady that's talking to me every night. And it's my grandmother Eva. I was a kid. I didn't, I, I didn't know this story. My brothers and sisters knew about it. I heard about it on my birthday, and it freaked me out. The next day, I questioned my parents, like, tell me the truth, that this happened. And then they're like, yeah, it's true, dude, but you were young. We don't have an explanation for it whatsoever. We don't know, like, how you even knew how your grandmother looked. You explained to her, explained to us exactly the details of how she looked and everything. Uh, you, exp you gave us her name. We had hardly even spoke about her because after she passed away, none of us really spoke about it about her you point her out in pictures you were just it was you were a weird kid and a part of me is like man like you know and a part of me is like yo i could have been on ghost adventures i could have had my own ghost show by now like if this was happening i could have been a, a medium a psychic um making tons of money on tlc but uh <laughs> that's that's not the case man i just but that story really freaked me out when i heard it recently and i just it felt i felt uneasy sleeping you know because it was just like how could I have known that as a kid? You know, like, I, I, I just, I don't know. My life then and my life now is just, I don't, I don't deny any stories that people tell me. I listen and then I, you know, give perspective as in what I believe in and things mm -hmm. like that. But, uh. Because everybody's story is different. Yeah, everybody's story is different. Everyone everybody's has, belief is different, yeah. Everyone has a different experience with yeah. certain stuff. Like, my dad's still a lot older. Yeah. Here for me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going down that hallway. I'm standing right next. I'm sitting right next to it. I've been looking down that hallway this entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You have another story, Nick? Hmm? Well, I mean, I have one, but this is from my brother's personal experience. And if my brother is listening, usually he does every once in a while. He'll remember the story very lightly. Not very lightly, but very well-ish. Mm -hmm. um, probably me and him. I was seven. He was probably eight at the time. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Do that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's a little bitch. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I was like, ah, I know. But, um, um, I was six. Well, no, he, I was probably seven, and he was probably eight, going on nine, maybe. Well, this is when we moved into my grandmother's house. And our grandmother's house, before they remodeled it and, like, started adding stuff, changing stuff around, well, me and my dad and my brother, we used to live in um, the garage portion, which they turned into a den. And um, it was me and my dad and my brother, and it was one of those days that my dad was working at uh, the grandstands at the time. Um, because it was one of the days that he worked really late. He didn't get home until maybe like 12, maybe 1 o'clock. And uh, maybe my brother, my brother was playing on the computer. This is when you first get like, you know, 
back then technology like you got a laptop you're like cool kid in the block yeah. like, holy crap like those things are pretty cool so my brother was um playing playing something on the computer and like I was laying down on our couch that we have in there because I was waiting for my dad to come home because he said he was bringing his water burger, but I was like, well, I'll probably take a nap before he comes home and stuff. So I guess I ended up dozing off. My brother's watching the computer and playing stuff, and he's to him, he thinks it was probably the computer messing with him, but honestly, the way that he describes it wasn't, you know, his eyes messing with him and stuff. Yeah. Well, he was like, well... I was playing the computer and all of that stuff and like when I turned it looked like your body was there but something else was above you and I don't want to say like oh you know maybe he's like maybe it's like your spirit left you from like your body going up because he's like it looked just like you but I don't know if it was you so it's like okay that freaked me out a little bit when he told me and stuff and I'm not gonna lie I don't know he said that from when it was me laying there, something above me, but from that, it kind of, like, Dude, got okay. up. Yeah. You could, he's like, I'm literally sitting there watching it all happen. I don't know what's going on. It's floating up, comes to a standing point, goes from where I'm sleeping at, walks, my brother's here, I'm laying down here. So it does this, walks around the table, goes to the door opens the door out the door going into like our living room section he's like i didn't know what to do i just i just started scooting over just to see out the door to see where it's going and after he scooched over and saw it walk i literally woke up and he's like what i'm like what's wrong and he's like I don't know what's going on. Like, okay. He didn't tell me all of this until, like, the morning the next day. Uh And he's, like, freaked out. But he's like, I I don't know what what happened. And I feel like it was creepy. I didn't know how to describe it. But he always says lips to this day. He's like, do you remember doing anything like that? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, like, literally looked like you. It walked up, got out from where you were, walked around, opened the door, and went into the hallway like if it was going into, like, the bathroom. And when he did that, he said, I woke up. And I'm, I'm like, no, I mean, well, what makes you think that was that? Is that a cat? No. 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 Tell the cat. I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I mean, from his personal experience, I mean, yeah. I, I've never pictured anything like that but he says it was like what he calls it is like did I have an out of body experience from yeah Yeah. and I was like I mean if I don't remember it I don't know I just know what you told me and he's like well I just want to let you know that I was creepy as shit and then that house I mean nothing that nothing's ever happened in that house and stuff but they always say um Placement, 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 placement. It's always key on where stuff is that always happens. But like you said, how you believe in the religious thing, like angels and demons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always think... I like that movie. That movie was really good, too. Oh, the, the, the second demon of Ninjiko, right? Angels and demons. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, I always believe where placement is because sometimes someone's someone could build a house in an Indian burial ground. You don't even know. Sometimes 
spiritual wise but I always say don't mess with something you don't know what the outcome is yeah don't play with stuff yes because you don't know because like honestly I mean it could be freaking Annabelle all over again well I mean I had a friend who uh, talked about her uh, playing with the Ouija board Mm -hmm. and she said uh, I would advise none of you to ever play with that Mm -hmm. I've had uh, family members play with it I had an aunt who would practice brujeria Mm-hmm. on people um, it's crazy stuff man as you said before if, if you get into the my point of view on things and angels and demons and it's a spiritual thing and like when you mess with things like that it's my thing you know it's like you're mm-hmm. saying like hey don't mess with anything that you wouldn't know the outcome to it yeah. it's, it's true you know like because you don't know you, you, don't, you don't know what you're calling upon or or you know anything could uh, the, the the biblical description of Satan is the prince of the air mm-hmm. right so my thing is like if if earth according to the the bible is is like satan's playground mm-hmm. like when when you go around messing with like uh you know uh stuff like that and you're calling upon things like that you don't know what you're gonna get you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's it's like it's like stomping it's like walking into territory that you should touch. yeah you know? it's like, un- untouched territory uh, which you're saying you like it's, it's all built on a it reminded me of a circus survive song where he's like thank uh, you on top of where this it's a house. Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs. But um, uh, you reminded me, your brother seen you. Uh, me and my me and my brothers and sisters, we always used to go to church every Sunday morning. It was like a mandatory oh. thing. Uh, and my uh, my mom was always running late. That was the thing that I hated because I was told my mom I can't stand going to church because we're always late. And this one night, um, no, this one morning we're all getting ready, and I usually I it was like the first one to finish getting ready. Like all the time, that was me because my thing is like being on time. So I would go and I would. Uh, me and my brothers had bunk bed. Me and my brother had a bunk bed. So I'll go sit down on the on the bunk bed, and um, I would watch TV because the TV was right there. And so uh, this, uh, I would start watching TV, put on my clothes and everything, get ready, and then I'll go brush my teeth, brush my hair, and then go back. Mm-hmm. So this one day, I, I'm doing that like nothing. I'm watching. I think I was watching the Power Rangers. I think it was Ninja Storm at the time. Uh, the my, my brother's in the living room just chilling. You know, he was younger, so he didn't really care for what I was watching. I go into the, uh, the, the restroom, brush my teeth, do my hair, make myself look nice for the cuties at church. Um, mm-hmm. So then I'm going back to my room, and I just remember I stopped dead in my tracks because on my bed there was somebody sitting down. Mm-hmm. There was a guy sitting down, and he was messing with his hair. And that's exactly what I do. Like, it was, it was the same shape as I was, mm-hmm. the, uh, doing the same thing. Like, I would mess with my hair. If I didn't like the way it looked, I would just mess with it with a comb while I'm watching mm-hmm. TV. And he's doing that. And I just remember I stopped, and I was like, heart stops. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it right now. But, like, heart stops, and I'm like, and I'm looking at this person. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at myself like, I'm not there. Like, I haven't done that yet. That's what I'm going to do. Like, the comb is in my hand. And then, like, I just back out of my room, go sit down in the living room with brothers and sisters be like did y'all just see something in my room no and I was like are you sure and then my little brother was like I thought you were in the room right now I was like what do you mean I thought I saw you I I, I walked by the room and was like calling you thought I saw you and I guess you just never listened to me I was like no I wasn't in the room so my thing was like 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 to me it felt like a time fragment like it was a future thing kind of like a, Mm -hmm. a person that didn't belong there but was me doing what I was going to do but had not done yeah you know so it's weird like it felt like it was a it was a part of time that was like looped 
or mm-hmm. like just kind of like remain there you know what i mean so that was weird that that just oh just speaking about it now it's kind of the ugliest feeling but oh dude mm-hmm. seeing myself was the weirdest thing like from the back though and i knew it was me as soon as i saw it i just remember i'm standing within feet like where nick is there's the bed i'm like a little bit further behind you and mm-hmm. you're you, let's say you were me sitting down on the bed and i just remember i'm watching this and i'm like mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't real life that was the, that was one of the ugliest things. We talk about having clones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Going back in time, that's a scary thing. You know what time I mean? Jump, when you, time jump, when you time look jump. at it that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, that was ugly. Oh. So does anybody else have any stories? No, I'm no more. Anybody want to turn down this AC? Damn, it's cold. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh, I'm Lord. not gonna go higher. You want me to put the light on the... No, I'm not going. I have to pee, too, because this is making it worse. Quiet. No. I don't do scary stories. I'm just doing this because I want to be a part of this. Fun to land a mood that there wasn't really much of a ghost. It was more of an angel spirit. Apparently, what my mom said when I was asleep back at her house, I was laying there. Well, I wasn't really asleep, but she was in the kitchen. I used to sleep in, like, their living room. That was, like, mm-hmm. when I was sleeping at. Which saw, like, a like an angel. It was, like... He was like bald, whatever, just like kind of walking oh, back and forth. So apparently, it's my guardian angel. Is like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a, uh, uh, I, I have nothing against that. Um, uh, like biblically speaking, like you ever see those pictures of cherub angels? I don't know if you've ever seen them. They're called mm-hmm. cherub, and they make them look like really cute. They're usually like little kids, babies, curly yeah, hair, yeah. Aliens. And for years, I was like, oh, that's how angels look. And if you read a like a a, a physical description biblically of angels, especially cherub. They're some of the strongest angels. So when we see these cute and cuddly things, like, the you're really looking thing. at, I would say, a six-foot dude, a six-foot chick, really built. You know, that's what you're getting with the sheriff angel. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I think it's like, your mom's, your mom's saying, like, you know, I saw somebody walking back and forth. Uh, if, if you're, if you, I mean, what I believe in, this is what I believe in, that could have possibly been an angel and your mother saw it. Because I've heard stories of, uh, there's a, a guy who was a serial rapist, right? Um, had had already committed wow, a few like is a serial rapist mm-hmm. uh, somebody who rapes multiple times doesn't kill but a serial rapist is somebody who series of mm-hmm. rapes uh, so he would go to this one park all the time and he would look for women joggers late at night and uh, he would attack them rape them and get away with it so he says uh, so he finally gets caught and he's in uh, he's uh, stands before trial and some of the people go to speak or or, or women who had jogged in that park went to support these women who had been raped, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they start interviewing uh, this one lady who was uh, usually jogs there. And she's like, uh, yeah, I jog there every night. And it turns out the one night that he got caught is because he finally killed. He raped and killed. And that's when it all led back to him. And this woman says, I, was, I remember being there that night and seeing this girl. You know, she was jogging uh, uh, ahead of me or behind me. And she goes, what I'm hurt over, she t- is, she asked the guy, why didn't you rape me? Why didn't you take my life? This girl was much younger, had more going. Like, I'm not saying I wanted to be, but if I could take the place of this woman, I would. Like, she didn't deserve such an instant death. And the guy replies, I, I couldn't rape you. And he's like, she's like, why? I, we were both jogging. We were both there alone. He goes, no, you weren't there alone. You were two dudes next to you were jogging. You are jogging in unison. And these dudes were like fit and I knew that if I jumped out to rape you or even touch you I was gonna get my ass handed to me 
Mm-hmm. And this girl just said, remembers saying, like, I, I pray every time before I go for a jog that, that I would just be protected on my jog. And, and so to hear that and then, like, to hear your mother tell this story, it's, it's crazy stuff, man. I mean, as I said before, we all have your own viewpoints and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, but and that's what I love conversation, especially with this stuff, like, ghost stories and stories in general. Everything mm-hmm. that I have said is, as far as those stories go, is very accurate. It's not fabricated. Like, I'm sure everything y'all said, too. Mm-hmm. Very accurate, not fabricated. And I just, I can't sit with somebody who's going to tell me that what I saw was your imagination hey, playing yeah. tricks on you. It was just you doing things. Because well, when I'm seeing physical objects move, like the restaurant door being closed, the water, hearing the water turn on. Jiggling of this a is the jiggling of a door. The, the moving of a doorknob, a, a door opening, like, that... That's not like, oh, it was the wind. Yes, because the wind somehow can airbend and open the door. You know, like, it's just... Are you an airbender? Yeah, like, <laughs> is, there, is there an airbender here? Ang? Ang? Yeah, like... You're, in, <laughs> right. you're here? But no, like, crazy stuff, man. I I love hearing y'all stories. I'm definitely never going to the grandstands now. Well, no I, longer I, It's set in stone. It's not grandstands anymore now. Well, I, I mean, you can build whatever you want on mm-hmm. it. But as you said before, like... It depends. Placement, placement, placement. It just doesn't feel right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's crazy stuff. But it's fun. St- I mean, not fun stuff, but like it's interesting to see everyone's take or per- perspective of someone's experience. Because, like you said, you can't judge someone from their experience. You can't yeah, say, yeah. "Oh, with your imagination." How do you know you weren't there? Yeah, you know you can't. Or, and I know, like even me being like a Christian is. I mean, I'm more open to listening to people speak about their encounters and what they think. You you go, there's certain Christians out there that would automatically be like, brother, you need to get saved, dude. You're, those are demons and they're going to kill you. And that's not what you want to hear. Yeah, you know, like, like no. that's like, you want to conversate. Like, well, what am I seeing or what is this? Um, like, the weirdest experience that I've ever had with somebody talking to me was uh, Walmart, whenever I would, uh, I would go outside to smoke a cigarette every break. That's when I was like, Hardcore smoking. Hardcore yeah. smoking. And, and uh, I went this one night. It's kind of rainy. Go outside to smoke a cigarette. I'm chilling there on my last break. And this girl comes to sit down. A really pretty girl. And she's like, kind of bone one off of you? I'm like, hey, by all means. And then she starts to tell me a story about how like she was with an abusive dude. She's back with her parents. She used to model in New York. And all this story. And some of it seems fabricated. And then she starts to tell me, and oh, I speak to dead people. And I was like, what? <laughs> like... She's like, yeah, like, uh, I believe this old man speaking through me. And, and she starts to say all this stuff. I remember just, like, kind of, like, tripping. But I gave her the time of day to listen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, she goes, I know there's a little boy, too. He speaks through me. He's trying to reach his family. And then all this was, like, during the cigarette. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm figuring, I'm finishing my cigarette. That was, like, you know, I end the break like that. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to ignore her because obviously she wants somebody to talk to. So feel free to. Okay. To vent, and she did for a while. I think I was on my lunch. That's why I stayed because so I listened to it all. But I was like, man. So it's all about listening. That's mm-hmm. my thing, man. Listening and venting. Listening and venting to let people like explain their story. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. So what we got? Got the creepy conspiracy theories. Kind of just make up for the, the lack of. Um, I'm really gonna I turn down this AC. Like, it, it, I mean, turn off this AC. Yeah. Had to be a riot. The what? Had to be a riot and everybody went no longer. No, no, no. Uh, 
um, as far as conspiracies go, uh, man, I usually I turn to Shane Dawson for the conspiracies. Oh God! <laughs> I love Thank Shane you, Dawson, Shane but it's Dawson. yeah. Uh, uh, that's probably like what the did you hear about the the one that I love right now that that he did for the second part that Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> pizza slice thing. Um, I was oh because I, I heard like the H three podcast talk about this conspiracy. Did you hear about it about Chuck E. Cheese conspiracy? You heard about it, Franco? Basically, people think that uh, at Chuck E. Cheese, if you ever ordered a pizza, you know, if we were to go to Little Caesars right now, they're gonna cut our pizza. They're gonna in front of pizza, us, right? Or yeah. like not maybe not in front of us, but when you get it, you'll see the circle. And you'll see where okay, they made the cuts. Sometimes or, they don't cut all the way through. Yeah, and you'll know. To, yeah, yeah. And you'll yeah, know, horrible. and you'll hear yeah. me yell, "Oh my god!" I'm like, I'm still gonna eat this though. But all right. Um, well, at Chuck E. Cheese, supposedly, uh, people have complained. Had have you never noticed that like the, the pizza is not fully circular or it's uneven, right? And um, and so the conspiracy was is that uh, employees are taking leftover pizzas that people were not buying or that were leaving behind. And they take it to the back, they throw it into another pizza, like pizzas, pieces together, melt some cheese over it, and then put serve it in it the in. oven, and then reserve it to a customer. That was the that was the thing. They they go to test this theory. Uh, he ends up saying that he doesn't know if it's true or not. That's the way his conspiracy ends. Uh, he wasn't gonna say anything because if fear of Chuck E. Cheese trying to sue him. Uh, he does the measurements and stuff. It doesn't add up. I heard H three talk about it, and then uh, Ethan said, "Well." What if they have so many pizzas back there that when they give you your pizza, let's say a large is eight slices, they're just taking eight slices of pizza. It's like it's not, but it's not that they're it's old slices. It's just all the pizzas back there. Like they cut them up already, and they're like, oh, they want a half pepperoni, half this. Instead of making a brand new one, we have a cheese pizza right there, pepperoni pizza right there. Let's just throw it all in there, like in a service them that way. These are both fresh pizzas, mm-hmm. and that's the way it's being done back there. You know what I mean? Which, in a way, that kind of, like, for me, I was like, okay, that could kind of make sense. That, but, that, you know, but... But as a rush, like, not bashing uh-huh. Chuck E. Cheese or anything, but, like, as a restaurant that strives on, like, freshness and stuff like that, that's catering stuff that you would do, having pizza, like, sitting there waiting and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, like, prep and, like, up into catering. Catering-wise, mm-hmm. I mean, you can freeze, freeze stuff, you know, use it for the next day kind of stuff yeah. but like if like companies strives on like freshness and stuff like that having they're probably pizzas, not gonna have pizzas out like yeah, that yeah they're not gonna have pizzas out like that not to say that it, maybe they do do that maybe they don't do that but in theory I mean if you're striving on freshness I wouldn't do that I mean well I mean at the end of the day it's like uh, I haven't eaten Chuck E. Cheese pizza in a while but I oh, know I'm still gonna eat it cause the like if I had to, like if my nephew wants this birthday party there, I'm still gonna go eat Chuck E. Cheese pizza. Easy. Cause that pizza looks bomb. Pizza's bomb in general. My the end of the conspiracy had me like whoa, but at the same time it's like I'm not gonna deny pizza though. Like I, I like if it's old pizza, pizza, new pizza like I don't care because it's like pizza. we don't know what goes on behind half of the restaurants we go eat at. We just assume and trust everything's fresh. Assume You're and just trust. trusting someone yeah. that has a food handler. Exactly, you don't know. Food. I I saw you know like. Chick-fil-A is, is a clean restaurant, and I saw that, but it's like, I mean, you don't know the type of dudes you're working with. Like, you don't, anybody could do whatever mm-hmm. they want to your food. I could have done whatever I want. The worst thing I ever did was when I did prep and we, I would do those Southwest salads with the spicy chicken. I'm just eating the chicken. Don't worry. I wasn't like. I wasn't yeah. putting it in. But I mean, that stuff's dope, man. I was like, whoa. 
You like take one. one. Oh, this one cheesecake broke before I could put it in this. So I guess I gotta finish it. <laughs> yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Is there like no Chuck E. Cheese employees calling on that? Well, there are on? some that are like it's not real. Like that I work at Chuck, I work at Chuck E. Cheese. That doesn't happen. But then somebody said as well. Um, somebody's getting paid. Uh, people that are getting paid minimum wage. They're not going to come out and defend it. Like, why would... Like, if I worked at Chuck E. Cheese and somebody was bashing it, are they going to pay me more if I go on YouTube? And I'm like, yo, that's not true. I work at Chuck E. Cheese. Am I going to get a raise, a bonus? Am I going to become a manager? No. Mm -hmm. It's like if somebody was bashing Walmart, I'm not going to stand up for Walmart. I'm going to be like, yo, (laughs) bash them, bro. I'm all for it. Like, Are there any of those employees that, like, if they're pissed off, like, yeah, that is true. Is there any employees that... Um... Uh, I don't think I've, I've heard I've heard them say that. Like, want to go straight from Ryan? Yeah, dude. Oh heck yeah. Hello. You're on. What? You're on right now. Oh, am I? Okay. Yeah. Um. So my ghost. Are we still, are we still talking about ghost stories? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if uh, you can. The audio can hear. Uh, go ahead. No, I'm inside. Scoot this one. Oh, it's probably Kenny with anyway, his dish over here. What? Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, I guess my ghost story that I, I was going to tell was basically the first time that I worked, I used to work at a uh, college, uh, security, and um, one of my first days there, one of the guys tells me, hey, you believe in ghosts? I was like, yeah, actually I do. So he pulls out his phone and he uh, recorded, uh, for this college, we have to arm up the buildings with a security device, meaning that the, uh, the, if there's any movement inside the building, uh, while the buildings are armed, it triggers a motion detection. And uh, we get a call from alarm companies and they tell us that there's something going on and we have to go in there and investigate stuff if, uh, if the alarm goes off. Well. He told me that one night the alarm went off and uh, they had to go to the building. They did a sweep. Everything was fine. They rearmed the building and then they went back to the office to go check out the cameras to see if they can see what possibly triggered it. Because sometimes like birds or something will be in there. And uh, they looked at the main camera, the very first camera. This is what he pulled up on his phone. Uh, It was the auditorium and their camera was pointed towards the stage. And on top of the stage, there was one uh, light. It was kind of like a, uh, a stage light that was uh, that was on. So it kind of illuminated most of the, the area. Well, from the from right to left, all you see is just a woman, and she walks uh, across the stage. And right as she gets in front of the light, and by the way, she's actually casting a shadow. Like as she's walking slowly across the stage, uh, there's like a shadow. And so you can see it very clearly. It's a, it's a woman in a dress. She gets right in front of the light and then just disappears into the, into the no idea where it came from. It's, and that's what they called that one night. And that was, that's probably one of the biggest, like, ghost stories that I, I've had to, like, I've never seen something like that before. And it was the craziest thing. And working at this college, I've had, like, so many experiences, and uh, specifically in that building. And uh, in a couple other buildings, there's just been so many different things going on, and it, it was a previous place to work at. I remember specifically there was one building. It was the uh, the math building, 
every single morning I had to go and uh, disarm the building, you know, so people can go to class and stuff. So uh, I specifically remember hated going into this one building because I would enter uh, the building and the second I would turn around to unlock the doors, I just felt like someone was staring at me, like, and not in a way that, like, they're staring, like, angry staring, like, you just felt like there was someone throwing a dagger, like, in the back of your skull, and it was never, like, occasionally, it was all the time, and, uh, it was the creepiest feeling ever, like, in the entire time I was in that building, I'd never once failed, I felt like someone was just staring at me the entire time, no matter where I walked, it was like someone just angrily, if you ever have that feeling when someone's staring at you, like, you know what I'm saying, like, and this one was, like, so, like, apparent, like, it was just, Every time I turned around, and if I, when I walked around that building, it just felt like something was there. It was the, the creepiest feeling ever. Wow. I like that. That's interesting. You there? Hello? Oh, yeah. yeah he's still there. <laughs> okay. He's like, no! It took him. It took him. Got any other ghost stories? Uh, we could like two more, maybe. I got a good one. Two more? Okay, let me think of two more. Uh, I guess another one that, uh, that happened to me was, uh, I remember I was doing another building, I was disarming it. No, no, actually, I, I, we had an alarm go off, so I, I had to walk through the building. I'll, I'll tell the other one next, but I just, I just thought of a much better one. But anyway, the, uh, the alarm went off, I walked through the building, everything was fine. And just as I was leaving, I walked through, it was the gymnasium. And I walked through the gymnasium to go, you know, out the exit, and uh, I felt something kind of weird. Like, it, it kind of felt like something kind of brushed my neck. Like, a really cold, just like a small wind, kind of, just randomly. And I kind of stopped in my tracks, and I looked around, and I, I didn't see anything. And I kind of grabbed my neck, and there was like a bug or anything. But I didn't think anything of it. And so I kept walking, but uh, I heard like a little, like something kind of sliding on the, on the gymnasium floor. And as I, I turned to look at the direction it was in, it, I just barely caught the tail end of one of the mats, like a, like a yoga mat kind of. Um, uh, it, it was like, it just kind of slid just ever so slightly. Like, I barely looked over, I just kind of caught it the last second as it was stopping. And I was like, oh shit, I fucking booked it out of there. I don't know what happened, like, there was no reason it should have been like that, but yeah, it's like, it just, it just moved. Like, it just, I barely caught it, but... And it moved quite a bit, like, it was a, it was a good little push to the pushback, and I was like, what the hell? So I, I got out of there real quick, armed up the building, shut the door, locked it, said, all right, I'm done with this one. <laughs> but uh, I just remembered the, the, the better story that I have. It was the English building. Uh, the English building had a, it was the only building that had like a, well, not the only building, but it, it, it was the only building that had an elevator that had a, one of those emergency phones connected directly through the, the security shack that I was in. And uh, so the security shack had two phones. They had one, you know, uh, and they both had a particular ring to it. And uh, one night I was there with my partner and a phone starts ringing and it's not those phones. And I look at him like, oh, that's your phone? He's like, no, like, here's you know. And we turn around and there's another phone in the back, right, kind of in the corner. And I've never seen it before. No one told me anything about it. I was like, what's this? He's like, I have no idea. So I answered, I was like, uh, security, how can I help you? And no one's listening, no one's on the other line, right? So I was like, uh, all right. So I hang it up, and it starts ringing again. I was like, what the heck? So I pick it back up, security, hello? Hello? And there's nothing there. 
hey, there's a phone in the back, like it's ringing, I don't know what it is, what is it? He's like, oh, you know what, that's the phone to the elevator at the English building. He's like, it's, uh, it's the emergency phone, so can you go in there and make sure no one's like, you know, in there or something? I was like, okay. So uh, I go to the building, I disarm it, and uh, again, this is a building that, you know, if there's motion in there, it's going to detect it. And so I disarm it, I go to the elevator. No, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I sent my partner first. I sent my partner to go over there to go check it out. He tells me, oh, the phone's off, it's ringer, so I'm going to put it back. I was like, okay, it's in for so. He says he puts it back, he comes, up, uh, comes back. Well, he doesn't make it back. About, uh, the phone starts ringing again, right? So I answer it, hello, and, and it doesn't, there's no one on the line. So I call on the radio, I'm like, hey man, the, the phone's going back off again. Did you, are you sure you put it on? He was like, are you serious? I was like, yeah, man. He's like, okay, well, let me go check again. So after a couple minutes later, he calls, he's like, hey man, it's it, it's off again. I don't know what's happening. Like, maybe the elevator's, you know, causing it to move around. I was like, okay, well, put it back on, I'll see what happens. So he puts it on a second time. Go ahead. Uh, this time he, he, what's that? Sorry, there's uh, someone in the comments saying if they want, they want to join. Yeah, go ahead and tell your story in the comments, I guess, if you want. All right, go ahead, go ahead. Ryan? And, the, uh, and so he uh, so he makes it all the way back to the shack this time, right? And it's literally been like two two hours or something after he arms up the building. And the phone starts ringing again. And I was like, bro. And he's like, I swear to you, I put it on the ringer. It's been two hours. It would have been going off by now. I was like, yeah, okay. So I answer the phone, nothing. I put the phone back on, starts ringing again, and he looks at me, he's like, you're going this time, and I was like, all right, fine, so I, then I go, so I go over there, inside the building, I go into the elevator, and the phone's kind of dangling, right, like just, it's like an elevator phone, you, you, you know, it, there's no buttons or anything, it's just a regular, as a receiver, and it kind of hangs on a little thing, so, um, and it's just kind of dangling by its cord on the, outside of the, uh, outside of the door, there's even a door there, like, you know, to shut it, and the door's kind of, it has like a latch, right, so you kind of have to push it to, really shut it so i uh, i put i put it back on its receiver and uh i kind of push it around right? like i kind of push in the receiver to make sure it's you know, maybe it's kind of loose or something but i mean it was pretty on there like i kind of you know flipped it around a little bit and it was fine i shut the door i uh, go up and down the elevator for a little bit just to make sure that you know maybe there's something wrong and it, it's not moving and i call him and told him everything that i did i was like look man this thing shouldn't be coming off and uh, so finally I, uh, I'm up the building, I go back, and then another hour later, the phone starts ringing again, and we both look at each other like we're done, so I actually just unplugged that phone, and just, I left it unplugged, and I told him the next day, I was like, hey, it's unplugged, so right, we're not going back, I don't know what's wrong, that thing should not be coming off its receiver, I, I flicked it around, I pushed it, that door is latched, so it has to be unlatched to kind of like, for the phone, to, even if the phone like kind of like came off, it, it probably shouldn't have pushed the door, right? If there's, if there's something that has to have like forced it to open, so uh, to this day we don't know what happened, it, it didn't happen, it was just that one night, uh, I don't know what, what happened, uh, but yeah, I left that thing unplugged, I didn't want to go back anymore, I was done, I don't care. <laughs> it's a creepy story. Yeah, I know, it's weird, I've been there, yeah, I've had so many weird things happen to me over at that, that campus, you know, it's just the strangest thing to go through. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go to bro. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Um, we have some dude in the comments why I tell a ghost story. What's that? We have uh, some dude in the comments why I tell a ghost story. He's from Europe. Serbia. 
Damn, Europe. Um, crazy. I guess I'll let you go, Ren. Um, Ren. Yeah, so you get back to work. Yeah, we'll do a podcast with you um, whenever we have time. Possibly Sunday. Okay. All right. Later, man. See you later. Bye. Take it easy, bro. Sorry, I hung up. <laughs> um, Sorry, I was messing with my camera. I guess he's gonna. I guess we're gonna wait for him to throw it on here. Yeah. Right? Um, I do have another story that, that Ryan mentioned in auditorium. Hold on, I'm going to relight my candle because I'm over here fuck, fucking with my candles. So sorry, guys. Um, it's all good. Um, floor chairs? Oh, shoot, because I saw this. Okay, so uh, at, a, at a West Oso, we had a junior high. It's the junior high now. Uh, what it used to be the high school, right? So, um, a new high school was made, uh, West Oso High School. So now the junior high is where the old high school was, right? That's the mm-hmm. junior high they knocked down the junior high they used to have. Um, so we would go there uh, to practice for plays, and I remember um, this one time. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, well, do you know what? Dravak is, it's a little furry creature that can possess a child that wasn't buried with a ceremony or was just on the edge of the graveyard. Can take the form to bait people to help them. That's interesting. Is this a... Okay, he's commenting again. Then, after butchering you, by the legend, they feast on your soul. Interesting. That's dope, man. Is this is this like a European thing? Uh, I'm sorry, I was about to call you Dravak. Um, Golden Bro... Is that like a like this? This is a story that goes on in Europe. I've never heard of of this story. Like, is it? Dude, this is pretty interesting. I've heard of like Krampus and stuff. Krampus. Because it's not totally. It's like Russian. Krampus is like Russian. Yeah. Krampus. Krampus. Krumps. Step up. Krumps. Damn. Okay, then after butchering you by the legend, they feast on your soul. I'm really interested to hear the rest of this, man, because I feel like if you're going to go somewhere with this story, I'm a little scared, bro. If you tell me that, like... Okay, I'm going to let him finish commenting. We'll let you finish commenting, brother. Um, So this auditorium, uh, we would we would practice at for our plays. And this one time while I was practicing... uh. We had to go open the door because what we would do is we'd lock the doors of the auditorium so people wouldn't try to barge in, especially kids that were leaving after school. Mm-hmm. So this one day we go and uh, I jump off stage and mind you, it's just pitch dark uh, outside in the audience because you're only really cared about the stage lights, right? So I jump off stage because somebody's banging on the door. I'm like, okay, you got to go open it. So I remember I run off stage and I run through like the where the audience would be basically. And right before I hit like the edge, like to go open that door, mm-hmm. I see a man like sitting down watching us, uh, uh, watching us practice. And I remember just being like, "How's it going, sir?" And he just goes, like, uh, tilts his head. And then I go open the door for my friends, and they're like, "Hey, sorry, we got here late." Blah blah blah. Crazy thing is, bro, <laughs> there was never a man there. Like it was just you know. So I didn't think much of it. Whatever. I didn't tell this story. Right. Well, we ended up going to UIL a lot for this competition, so we would have to go out of town to reform. So we would get there extra early in the morning, and my friend Sarah actually 
caught it on video, but she's recording the auditorium. She's like, hey guys, I'm here right now. We're about to get ready to head out to UAO for the boys next door. This is the empty auditorium. And when she does that, bro, in one of the areas that's open for like the public to start coming in, there's a man standing there, a figure standing there. And she goes like that. And when she comes back around, it's gone. And I remember she rewinded on her phone multiple times to show us. So that was already like tripping me out bad. Another time, my friend, okay, hold on. He comes back. In the end of the summer of 2018, I had to go to the bathroom when it was 2 a.m. Most people have indoor bathrooms, but mine is outside. At first, when I heard it, it was like a mix of an elephant, crocodile, and tiger-like scream. So you heard the you heard the Dreyback? Oh shit! Um, Golden Bro, did you did you hear the Dreyback? Is that what you're saying that you heard scream? You heard the Dreyback scream? Interesting. Okay. For the ones listening on yeah, we're on uh, YouTube live right now, and uh, there's a commenter. Uh, tell you this, uh, I guess this little story. Uh, ghosts or uh, what? What is it? What they call Encounter. encounters in Europe. So uh, if you don't know, if you want to go to a live video, go to live video. Well, we're not live no more. If you listen to this on audio, but uh, if you want to YouTube. go back and listen back in, <coughs> yeah, so actually reading, see our reaction. Yeah, we're reading Golden Boy's uh, story. Golden Bro, I'm sorry, uh, Pony Boy, stay golden, Pony Boy. Um. No, okay, so that was like one of the things. Another time, a friend locked her uh, cell phone in the in the in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. Uh, she didn't lock it though. Somehow, somebody closed the door, locked it, and so we're all banging on the door, like like trying to open it. Okay, hold on, sorry, because it was so far, it seemed like an airplane. So I didn't think much of it, but it's still shaking my still shaking myself. I didn't know why until I heard it much closer, and it was going at an unimaginable speed. So this is your encounter with the Dreyback. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. Because it's like, as part of this legend in Europe, it's like, is there an amount of times that you could say his name? Because I need oh, to know what we can... I said it a bunch of times, okay? <laughs> and if you're saying this movie at an unimaginable speed, uh, I, I, I can't run that fast. <laughs> He's like, I'm a big boy. <laughs> I'm a big boy. He gonna eat me. Uh, it's like Beetlejuice. How many times yeah, like, don't say like, that name around here. Like, uh, yeah. Okay, so this is... Yes, as, as, as Franco was saying, for those of you who are going to be listening to this on audio, uh, channel by the name of Golden Bro joined the, uh, what would you call it, the Discord? That's what they're commenting on? Um, they're the chat. actually typing in, in on yeah. the chat, on the live chat right now. On the now. live chat, and uh, it's uh, somebody from Europe, and they're telling a story of this thing called the Dreyback. So... I'm trying to get larger by team. Anyways, uh, I guess going on with the story until he comes again. Yeah, okay, so um, she uh, she was like, I'm trying to get in the dressing room. So we all go, and, you know, the guys are trying to open it. And then we just let it go. Like, we're like, because we hear the doorknob move. And we're like, guys, get your hands off the doorknob. We're trying to push it open. So we stop, and the doorknob's just moving on its own. Like, oh, something shoot. was, yeah, that, whatever goes on at the West Coast of Junior High, if you're in theater arts there, homie, I'm praying for you every single day, because I experienced stuff there, and it's creepy. Uh, he did comment again. It was running around the bathroom, saying with a voice that sounds like it's from an old video track rather than a person. It mentioned my name and said, get out, while running in circles. Okay. So for those of y'all listening on audio, the Dreyback is a monster who um, kills children, right? Or it can possess a child that wasn't buried with a proper ceremony or was buried on the edge of a graveyard. 
it could take their form to bait people to help them. Uh, so supposedly, Golden Bro uh, has has an outhouse, right? His bathroom's outside. Not, yeah, not to walk to it. Yeah, and um, this Dreyvac appeared. I don't know if it appeared in human form or in the form of a kid. Um, Golden Bro did appear in human form or in the form of a of a kid. We'll tweak it better. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let Golden Bro come back, but I'm gonna look up what the Dreyvac is and That's a pretty dope name though. I don't know what the homie does or how bad he is, but uh This is interesting. Yeah it is. It up, I can't. Let me see. Oh, Drekovac. I'm sorry, I'm saying it all wrong. Or maybe I should have just continue pronouncing it wrong. Probably just call it over here. Just call it D. It's D. D. Okay, I waited until I was a bit away from the door because the bathroom isn't that much away from the main house doors. I just sprinted in, slamming the door, and I spilled holy water on every wall and window. Did it did it leave after you spilled the holy water? How how did it look? Did you catch a glimpse of it? That sucks you can only like do two hundred characters at a time on. I'm about sure. to fight YouTube. <laughs> YouTube pretty sure. They count the space as a character as well, I'm pretty sure. They they get rid of my channel. They're like many fresh, many it's gone. Less fresh on easy one. Oh, dude! So there is a Jerkovac. Um, it's a it looks kind of like a gargoyle. And, uh, kind of like a the uh, the version. No, okay, the version of the Chupacabra. I would say that's what Jerkovac is. Uh, also called Jacalo. Did he come in again? No. No. Uh, uh, also called Jakalo Krekovac, Zed Drekovac, or Iziri Kavak, a mythical creature in South Slavic mythology. The name is derived from the adjective Drekatel, meaning yelling. Interesting. Um, it's the first time I've ever heard of this. Uh, description. In South Slavic mythology, it is described as a furry humanoid forest demon bearing long claws on the front limbs. In later folk tales, this creature has been variously described. In some folk he tales, just uh, did he? Uh, later, I saw uh, eyes of a little child on my window, saying, "Let me in." I didn't. I didn't. I pulled the blinds down. Then ten minutes later, I heard three taps on my window and heard that loud scream in the distance. Ooh. Were you at home alone at the time? Or were you living with somebody? Or are you? I'm guessing parents, maybe. Well, because like to have an outhouse for a bathroom, I just wouldn't use the restroom at all. I'd use it on myself. Very stinky room. <laughs> um. Yeah. While well, we wait for him to reply, uh, in some folks, has been depicted in the form of an undead man that came out of the grave during night to haunt people. Also, in some folks, has been depicted in the form of an undead, unbaptized child. 
that rose out from its grave during nighttime to haunt its parents. Also, this homie, you a parent? You bury your kid? Because it haunts parents. Um, during nighttime to haunt its parents, also this creature is known for calling out to people passing near cemeteries to baptize it. So it wants to baptize? Okay, he calmed to that. I lived with my mom, but three months later, people, we were renting out our place and were selling the house, so we thankfully moved out. Oh, okay. that's good. All right. Have you experienced this, uh, any other encounters with it since then? Or was it just at this house? Because it, it baptizes? Why does it baptize people? It called out to people passing near cemeteries to baptize it. But it also uses an undead, unbaptized child. Oh, does it call, is it saying that it calls out to people like, please baptize me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, in eastern Serbia, because this guy said he's from Serbia, uh, it has been depicted in the form of a humanoid canine creature that walks on its back legs. In the vicinity of Maglaj, it has been depicted in the form of a ghost of soldiers that wander around during nighttime scaring people. In the vicinity of Kozarka, Kozarska, Dubika, it has been depicted as a vampire-like undead man that rises out of the grave during nighttime and wanders around scaring people. In the vicinity of Arihe, it has been depicted in the form of a long-necked, long-necked creature like cat with with a cat-like head. Of course, cats. In something Zupa, it has been depicted in the form of a one-legged humanoid creature with glowing eyes that wanders around during nighttime, scares people. Damn, there's like so many different uh, what's it called? Versions of it. Yeah, like. It's like the la 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 la. There's no versions of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. La chucha. La yeah, chucha. Yeah. My dad, my dad strongly believes in the chucha. He's run into it. Oh, okay. It's not the house Dracovac is usually near forest or mountains. My house was directly near the woods. Two more people had the experience. I can tell you their experience if you want. What? That's all the time we got? That's, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's up to y'all. Y'all are the podcast hosters. This is y'all's wrestling taco podcast. Um, you know, for about an hour and a half. We'll probably do a part two some other time. So, I mean, if you want to save the subscribe stories. and uh, you can save the stories for that. Which is really good, though. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, yeah. I think, yeah, dude. Bit more, but... Golden Bro, uh, Completely interested, man. If we, there is a sequel to this, uh, or if not, we, you can also just message message it to us. I want you to sell in the next podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. next ghost story part two. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty much with that, we'll go ahead and start ending it. Thank you so much. Uh, what is it, Golden? Golden Bro. Golden Bro for your stories. Like I said, if we do do a part two, um, we will. Surely hope you can give us two more experiences. Yeah, man, never spoken to this somebody from Europe, so that's pretty dope. And yeah. thank you for listening. Thank, thank you, you for man. watching. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much. And hopefully we'll hear back from you again soon. Yep. And, uh, yeah, we'll end the live video. Thanks for watching. Thank, thank you, you for so watching. much. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, and, um... Everyone tuning in on our regular podcast that we normally do if you were listening all the way up to this point we did a live video on face uh not facebook um, on youtube on the youtubes so with that uh thank you mr fresh for being our guest and thank you for having me i love you and um if you want to 
Want to know our ne- guest for next month? Tune in for the Frank and Nick show, part of Content Week at the Friday, I believe it's going to air March 1st. With that being said, uh, anything else you want to add? I'm hungry. Okay. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram, Wrestling Kingdom Entertainment. Uh, Franco Zimosua. The bad guy, Nick H. No, I heard Nick H. Ooh, at Manny Fresh 18. And on, wait, yeah. We're on Instagram? Yeah. Uh, Tiffany Marie with two E's 21. Follow us on Twitter, Wrestling King DM. And Francois Imosua. And Nick H. At Prodigal 116. And still, New Year, New Me, no Twitter. Okay. Uh, like our Facebook, follow our Facebook, Wrestling Kingdom Entertainment. Follow us on, uh, like, subscribe to us on YouTube, Wrestling Kingdom Entertainment. Also on YouTube is uh, Franco, the interviewer, at the Emo Cell one, Franco. The bad guy, Nick H. Fresh TV. And uh, anywhere you get your podcast, Wrestling Kingdom Entertainment. And join us on, or join, yeah, join us on Monday for doing just fine with Raphael. And tomorrow also on YouTube will be a new video. So we'll see you next time. Adios. Bye-bye. Later. You ask me how you do.